Skatpunk! Beebity <laughs> And welcome to another episode of Hey, I've Got an Idea Show. That there is my brother, Mason Vocabularius Williams. And that's my brother, Luke, a deer, a female deer. You, Luke, a drop of golden sun. You, wait, you did Luke, this one. a name I call myself. Luke, a long, long way to run. You did this Luke, one already. a needle pulling thread. Except did? without ex- without the Lukes. You just did the whole stream, but then... And that will bring us back, back to, to Williams. Okay, so oh, I've introduced I, you. That part you didn't do. That's new. Speaking of new, this week we're inventing Blank Punk. Yeah, uh, just to offer some sort of context for this, the concept is, uh, you know, steampunk. Mm-hmm. You, uh, you have a setting where everything is defined by steam. Steam is your power source. Um, also, for some reason, it's all Victorian, but things have more gears. stuff. And Goggles. Gears. Yeah. Uh, well, there's various other settings uh, like that, like solar punk, uh, and we're just going to invent a new setting for your media property to be based in for you to cosplay as a person from the thing and it's going to be this punk blank punk as it is for now do you feel lucky punk all right now oh my god hang on luck punk not hold on before here's the thing every noun every noun that comes up we're gonna want to do that microphone punk no stop stop punk damn it (laughs) so what stops a verb yeah, but stop well, I signs. Sp- I suppose like a traffic stop could be a s- oh, s- street sign. Street but sign. No. Sign punk. No. No. Okay, stop. Stop, stop, stop. We got to we got to define what we're what we're working with here. Okay. Well, here here's one thing that I'm going to say sets this episode apart from every other episode we've done. We are inventing something so new that the word doesn't even exist for this episode title yet. Like, we're actually starting with a blank. I was assuming you were just going to type, like, underscore, 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 and then punk. That's what I am doing. But that's the thing. Is that what we will wind up inventing fills in the blank, but I'm not going to call the episode that because that will spoil it. Right. Debatably. But. Okay. Here's the thing. Yes. Uh, Yeah, you're right. Let's get to our definitions. Okay, Uh, well, the most distinctive thing about steampunk is not only that steam is your your power source, but also that it is, like, Victorian-era fashions, but then you sort of push it forward as though fashion never changed, even though technology developed. So, uh, I think both in addition to having a particular... uh, resource or power source or MacGuffin that is central 
to the setting, we also need to say, okay, it's this type of aesthetic, this type of level of culture, but with a different level of technology than you usually associate with that culture. I already disagree. Okay, cool. Because uh, that applies very obviously to things like steampunk or even perhaps solar punk. Uh, I could see that. Uh, mm-hmm. I could also see that applying to things like just some sort of uh, post-apocalyptic future, some yeah, dystopian I believe, future. Yeah, like diesel punk. Right, diesel punk sounds accurate enough for describing like Mad Max stuff. Uh, yeah. uh, but hey, what about cyberpunk? So uh, fashion is already starting from a present to semi-future uh, mm-hmm. position there. It's definitely not Victorian-era cyberpunk and you just add micro glue microchips to your dress. Like, no, they... It, no, no cy- cyberpunk is, like, the culture is a hypothetical future culture, but then you're using cybers... And I would argue, I would argue that while uh, Victorian uh, steampunk, you're taking steam and doing more technology than uh, it would actually be able to do. In most cyberpunk technology, uh, in most cyberpunk settings, you're taking the cyber, you're taking computers, and you're actually doing less with them than we who are now in that future know you can use the computer to do. Like, Like, to, to what extent? Like, okay, uh, when you think cyberpunk, you think of something that was made in the 80s and 90s, uh, projecting forward and having their vision of our future, the future that relative to the 80s and 90s, we are actually in now. And they thought, okay, we're going to have computers everywhere. So far, so good. Yeah. But then the stuff that they do with those computers is just... The same shit, but faster and more neonish. I, I see in, what you're saying. So, like green, green text on black background, walls of code that are just hacking into a thing. And meanwhile, it's not exactly how we do things. Yeah, and, and you're you're hacking into a thing is very often just like, oh, I'm gonna steal a bunch of money. Like they didn't have the more sophisticated understanding of uh, economy and technology and culture that we have now. They didn't know what the internet was going to be or what it was going to be able to do. So I would argue that in much the same way that steampunk, you have steam, but scaled forward to do stuff that's more than what steam can do. I would say that cyberpunk is computers, but scaled backwards doing less than what computers should be able to do. Okay, so is there a sci-fi aesthetic that goes beyond where we are now and more accurately? Like, that just sort of looks like sci-fi now. We don't have a punk name for... Yeah, like, like I wouldn't call uh, original series Star Trek dilithium punk. Right. Um, Okay, so... Although, arguably, that's taking... Uh, like a lot of the uh, cultural and visual cues from the Enterprise are from like a Navy vessel. Like mm. even even the uh, hang on, I got to moisten my lips there. Like yeah. that that was from like fucking battleships back in the goddamn day. 
Oh yeah. Okay, that's kind of cool. I didn't know that actually, but, and that totally that totally tracks. Um, okay, so here's the other thing that I want to take this to, just to sort of fill out the entire spectrum of what we could potentially talk about. When yeah. we talk about a diesel punk uh, situation, it's something that is stripped down. It's like a literally like a post-apocalyptic situation, usually, right? Yeah. Uh, and it's you have some uh, wreckage of technology, but. But, you know, you're not going to establish some, like, nobody in a diesel punk future is wearing a three-piece suit and taking the bus to work. Like, that right. doesn't exist then, right? Everything's just too blown up to shit. And yeah. people are just struggling to survive. Yeah, I would argue, uh, like, if we could rank civilizations from, like, say, zero to ten. Uh, mm-hmm. Steampunk is taking... Uh, all the trappings of a five civilization and doing seven with it. Cyberpunk is taking all the trappings of a nine civilization and doing six with it. And Dieselpunk is taking all the trappings of a four and doing a zero with it. (laughs) Okay. Uh, So here's where I'm going to take this next. Just out out of curiosity of, of, you know, another way of looking at it. Just to fill out the spectrum, what if we had something in a prehistory, prehistoric, sort of like caveman punk sort of idea? Okay, so you're talking Cave like person. flint punk. Well, here's here's where my brain immediately went, is uh, uh, the sort of aesthetic you got with uh, uh, the Cloud Atlas stuff, where it was... Didn't, didn't see that flick. Okay, well... It's a very ridiculously intricate film and book, and basically it's five stories that wrap in on themselves. So uh-huh. it's telling, it's taking common themes and even common actors in the case of the uh, the movie, and going through all of them. And basically, the aesthetic of the uh, early man uh, stuff. Any, you know, th- there was a very particular aesthetic. There was this sort of demon character haunting him that was had a big top hat, and I think he was sort of Babadook esque, and he was saying things like the true, true, and like they had their own weird English that formed post. Wow, I, I that movie is not what I thought it was gonna be. Like I did not know that it included the Babadook. No, that's the thing, man. It's like five different stories. That's one of them. Another one is about identity uh, in uh, future Korea and these uh, androids, whether or not they were human or not, because they were basically being harvested for meat once they were defective. And then they were literally getting processed as fast food and fed back to the people. But then another one was a guy trying to, like, uh, get out of his uh, uh, senior center uh, and he was referencing Soylent Green, saying, you know, Soylent Green is people. And for him, mm. it was a movie reference because it was closer to modern day. But there's the through line that there's like a theme from each, you know, stuff like that. Um, okay. And then the fourth story was just straight up the Matrix. Yeah, like it, I don't even know. I don't remember all of it. But the one aesthetic I remember was that prehistory sort of thing was it was Tom Hanks sort of as a cave person of sorts, but there was, like, hmm. former technology. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, I'm, I'm picturing taking both ends to extreme. So you either have, like, Flint and 
like animal bones, but then by setting them up in a incredibly elaborate Rube Goldberg machine, you turn them into a starship. Or, going the other direction, you have mastery over time and space itself. You can create pocket dimensions, but you have to use it to club a mammoth to death. <laughs> um, that, uh, that occurs to me. Another, another aesthetic that I just realized also ties into this perfectly is yeah. uh, the, uh, what you saw with Horizon Zero Dawn. Did you see any Did of that? Did not catch that flick either. No, well, that's the game. Uh, but I, that's how much I didn't catch it. <laughs> Basically, I was looking in the wrong direction entirely, and it hit the opposite wall. Uh, essentially, it was uh a very primitive version of humanity where there uh, there's a lot of tribalism and furs and and stuff like that. But okay. they also were you like just sort of harvesting whatever technology from the before time they could, and everything's super overgrown. And they're hunting down uh, these robo dinosaurs because they were the I guess the robot dinosaurs were able to like evolve as machines past what humans okay. were doing. Um, and like uh, I'm I, reminded of Ark, like that's super popular. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, um, Ark, you have like a crystal embedded in your arm that allows you to have like hammer space and regenerate from shit, whatever but you're still, like, naked on a beach and you have to build things out of your poop. So, this is... We're sort of describing a scenario that's, like, anytime uh, a Star Trek team beams down to a planet and then gets held at spear point, uh, mm -hmm. and then they get their tricorders and, and communicators taken away, and then they escape the prison and they have to sort of, like, you know, figure out some way to to get back to... The ship, um, yeah. it's a similar sort of desperation where, like, they're... Okay, well, all right, we're dealing with a lot of different things. Uh, there's a lot of common elements here. What's the kind of story that we would want to tell, and how can we transcribe that into a consistent aesthetic? Well, now, we, we don't have... We don't, we don't tell a story. No, we're, no. We're establishing a setting, the punk setting you are the people who use the punk setting they're the ones who create the characters and the cosplay and they make little weird youtube fan videos that are like five minutes long but clearly cost them like thousands of man hours and thousands of dollars because it's a weird labor of love like they all do that shit we just create the setting hmm hmm you know what i'm thinking what are you thinking? Now this was actually voted against. Oh god. By our by our audience, but I'm thinking so let's maybe let's do it anyway. Let's do it harder at oh, them. Well, I I can edit it differently so it's not as horrendous. Okay. Um what if we did another quick divide and conquer, but this time we do just like 2 minutes and you take half of it and I take half of it and see what direction we've gone in and try and fuse it back Okay, together. so like one of us handles the MacGuffin that drives the setting and the other handles the aesthetic? Um, I maybe. I was thinking uh, maybe like the technology and uh, the state of humanity or something like that. Well, I mean, that's just one person picking one end of the 
specu- uh, spectrum and another person picking the other end of the spectrum. And also, if we divide and conquer, we might both end up with the same thing. It's like, oh, it's Civil War era mannerisms and dress, but also it's Civil War era technology. It's like <laughs> that was already a setting. It was and people reenacted all the time. Yeah, there's already like huge fan fan base for that. Okay, no, no, no. Here's here's my methodology. Here's my methodology. We are gonna pick two eras, two pick things in history, like maybe uh, American Civil War, maybe like a Tokugawa era Japan, maybe like pre white man North America. Uh, just pick two eras. And we're going to assume, okay, people from those two eras have both been spontaneously teleported to the same otherwise uninhabited world, and they have to build a civilization together. So it's a mix of one culture and the other culture, one level of technology and the other level of technology. And then we call it punk. Yes. Okay, so we need two eras. Okay, so you wanna you wanna do that divide and conquer part? Uh, well, we just have to like divide very quickly so we can pick our our eras and then come together and hope that we haven't picked the same civilization. All right, I will I will do a better job of the editing so it's not a slog. Uh, but let's take uh let's take two minutes. Wait, I'm two actually minutes. I'm actually gonna set my my thing for two minutes here. Okay, I am gonna. Oh, I am actually going to be a millennial and use my phone. Ooh. Three, two, one, start. All right. So I've just gone ahead and put in. Uh, What are some uh, good eras? Most interesting Uh, eras in history. I could do, Uh, but. And I'm just going to pick from them. The problem with ancient Egypt is there's a whole lot of it, and I don't want to look things up. Ooh, uh, Mayans. I was talking about Mayans earlier. uh, This Um, top 10 list we've got uh, puts Middle Ages at the top. Easter Island. But I don't know. Fuck about shit. Piracy. Roaring 20s. Digital era, I guess, is more like today World i one, don't want two. to pick an asian culture not that i have anything against asia love you guys but again the problem is that wild don't West, know shit about fuck revolution this Roman timer Indian, isn't working that's great different from the other um i guess fuck me i guess okay. So, uh, so I guess I would like to I'm do going Middle to just ages. oh no wait I there just, we go got it there a spin it, I can it has resumed justifies me taking did that stop minute. at all or um, I'm just gonna say mine so Middle Ages uh, magic fuck my the ass wizards and such okay uh, Mayan not we got the rubber ball games uh, vertical basketball we've got gods hmm. we've got that that aesthetic hmm. we got the the tribal headdresses and whatnot. And we got uh, cutting out hearts. Everyone loves alchemy, cutting out alchemy. hearts. There we go. The alchemy um, of the Middle Ages. Tropical jungles. Um, My phone has locked up. I am the worst millennial. Around that. Okay, I'm uh, good. I'm, I'm just going to come back and the see last if he's done um, I'm going to go ahead and take this time to scat. Beep it up. Boop, bop, beep, bop, bop. Boop, ba, doop, beep, boop, ba, doop. Scat punk. Beep, ba, doop. <laughs> did, you hear, did you hear me? Are we done already? Uh, well, my, my phone got effed in the A, so yes. Good for you, and you I, I can't, for 120 consecutive seconds, I cannot have my phone function the way it should function. I, uh, 
<laughs> I'm the worst millennial. You're a very bad millennial. Uh, <sighs> so what'd you get? Uh, Mayan. Oh shit, that's that might work. Okay, get this. What you got? What you got? Hit me. Um, so I'm thinking something from the Middle Ages. Yes. But beyond that, a future with alchemy where alchemy was legit. Where alchemy actually works and you can turn lead into gold and shit? Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, so that totally works because, like, Mayans, you have, like, everyone is always like, oh man, all that human sacrifice cutting out people's hearts to appease the gods. How terrible, how bloodthirsty. But, I mean, if you could turn that shit into gold. Okay, so I'm, I'm picturing more of a political structure that could be established here, where if the alchemy specialists were able to legitimately create gold, they could then have the power to mm-hmm. force the Mayans to sort of do their bidding and cut people's hearts out and stuff. Well, I mean, here's the thing is Mayans actually like they, they had the gold and the conquistadors came and killed them and took it. So like they're good on gold, but alchemists, if they can turn lead into gold, they can turn lots of shit into other lots of shit. Like, uh, you know what else? conquistadors look for in Central America Fountain of Youth okay so I'm thinking we have like straight up you know wizard Snape potions master shit mm-hmm. and if we're going middle ages like level of technology even though it's like Mayans they don't have the wheel but they've got like siege warfare and catapults but it's all with like llamas instead of horses <laughs> holy shit damn it did we do another good idea? Okay, it's too early to say that. It's too early it's to say too that. It's too early. It's too early. Okay, All we right. still don't have what noun div- uh, drives this this setting. Yeah, I mean, the tricky part about this, too, is that this then getting the punk, uh, you know, word at the end, I mm. don't know that we've justified that. I would love to slap a mohawk on the wizard or the, the you know, the Mayan priest, but doesn't feel like it fits. Doesn't need to. But okay, we need to, do we have to justify punk? Like, Okay, okay, the... so here's, here's my setting. Here's my setting. Uh, we have Central America, the white man never shows up. Uh, the Mayans, they continue on their shit. They never develop, like, the metallurgy. They never develop the wheel, like uh, we would expect. But nevertheless, their other technology gets them up to medieval level. So they have walled cities, they have siege weaponry, they have, uh, like, aqueducts and stuff. I I don't know if the Mayans even had aqueducts, they probably did. But we get them up to that level technologically, and then they unlock the secrets of alchemy, and all of a sudden they're finding, like, oh man, if I mix this and this and this, if I distill that, if I include the soul essence from this dude's heart because he was a really great ball athlete. He was balling twenty four seven and now oh. I've got his heart. Baller. And I can use that to like cure diseases, to stop people from aging. I can make the crops make sure the crops are good. Uh and also I can use them offensively or defensively in siege warfare. There's a bunch of guys coming up over the hill. They've got like llamas a dozen llamas pulling a fucking like 
alchemical fire-spewing tower. No, no, I'm going to throw up a shield. Uh, hmm, okay, here's, here's where I'm sort of stuck with this. Uh, if we have uh, Fountain of Youth, are you yeah. sa- sa- saying we have that on, like, the Mayan side? Like, they have that as a resource? Are we I'm talking saying about... that, that is a thing that anyone can get provided they have the alchemical chops, yes. So if we're fusing the alchemical chops part, are we talking that we're we're just talking about something exclusively within the Mayan culture that is a, a reimagined future for the Mayans? And yes. okay, so there's no long bearded white wizard uh, coming from the Middle Ages to be part of this and be no, we we do, we, the we do not have Europeans coming over across right. the Atlantic and teaching them alchemy. No, right. these cats figured out alchemy on their own. So if they figured out alchemy on their own, are they now defending against? I don't know that Europeans? we need the white man, my dude. No, I need a conflict for this to actually be, uh, you know, uh, I guess I don't need a conflict. We can just be satisfied oh, oh, with setting. No, 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 no. See, you were thinking, oh, we need some other army of humans. Nah, nah, the jungle spirits, my friend. Nature itself is like, whoa, you are fucking with the fabric of nature. Like, we let you have cities. We let you have fire. But you know what? You are messing with the fabric of reality. We cannot allow this. So you know what? The spirit of the jaguar is now going to come fuck your shit up, motherfuckers. Okay, I'm not super familiar with uh with Mayan deities and stuff. Do we I don't know shit about the only the only Mayan deity I know is Quetzalcoatl. And that was I, exactly what I was gonna say. Quetzalcoatl yeah. is just so awesome. Yes. Fuck. Um okay so so you just launched straight into animal spirits <laughs> as as though you any knew Mayans that... listening or people with Mayan ancestry or people who in any way <laughs> revere Mayan beliefs, I am so sorry about my shit. Uh well it's more specifically that I want to, if it's, if it was going to be a story about, uh, this new form of Mayans that are fucking shit up and it's going to be versus, uh, a sort of like spiritually empowered, uh, uh, counterforce, I would kind of wish that there was at least one supernatural thing on their side. Like the one that is like, yes, yes, keep fucking shut up. What? Well, okay, okay, here's here's how what you do. You have basically the equivalent of Prometheus, right? These people, they've been uh developing civilization and one of the gods was the one helping them. He was the one who was like, "Hey, irrigate these fields. Hey guy, mix this with this and you can get mortar and you can build that wall taller. And he eventually said, you know what, guys, you're ready. I'm going to show you alchemy. And they all revere this God. He's the God of civilization. As far as they're concerned, he has brought them fire. But then all the other gods are like, you know what? Humans are getting too big for their britches. They will challenge the pantheon sort of like the tower of Babel. We cannot allow this hubris. We are going to have to smack down this civilization. We need you back on the level where you were before. Okay. And the god is uh, the one civilization god. He's like, no, no, they're coming for us, man. You got it. Like, here, I'm going to show you how to mix up this thing that grants you health. I mix up this thing that grants you great, you know, supernatural strength. I'm going to help you mix up this thing that will make you impervious to arrows. Hmm. Yeah, like... 
I like a lot of what we're going with with here. I just sort of there's a part of me that just sort of wishes that we still had something uh with a a future tech explanation we we're bypassing all of that uh there's no tech to this yet there's unless time is a flat circle my friend because you know what the gods really are (laughs) what they are like the universe goes around in a circle okay uh and those who make it to the end they become the gods of the next go round okay so these mm. people that this civilization they know as gods they're really just like you know alien of the week on star trek who's just a sufficiently advanced alien that they appear to have godlike powers that's why this civilization god guy he isn't just like oh i'm gonna snap my fingers and make your problems go away no he's giving them you know this and this and this but it's actually got some sort of ultra high-tech explanation that he knows he can't tell them yet when he's saying like oh you need to like brew this and add this ingredient he's actually helping them cultivate a a culture of nanobots but he can't tell them that because it would take like five hours to explain what a nanobot is yeah okay now hmm because i was thinking when you were initially saying that i was thinking it would be almost closer to like a reincarnation thing like you know the next go around uh you literally just would come back as one of the gods but you're talking like long long span of time you're looping around to being a god from being just so future tech that you I sort of or, lost the thread a Or bit. alternately, it is the same go round, but here's the thing. There are multiple timelines, right? There are uh like multiple different branches of history. Like this is the branch where the Mayans never got taken over by conquistadors and they arose to be the one great civilization. And there's another timeline where Nazis won World War II. There's the timeline we're living in. There's all these different timelines, right? And mm-hmm. when you get to the end of that timeline is when you develop time travel. And all of the people that we now know as gods, they came back with their technology and each of them is now saying, we have to wrest control of this, the alpha timeline from each other because I want to make sure that history turns out the way I remember it because that's how I will come to exist. So these quote unquote gods, they have far, far, far flung future technology and each of them is saying, I have to make sure that my chosen civilization is the one that makes it to the singularity because that's how my timeline went. This is how I will come to be. Oh, okay. So the, it, it's, it's, uh, hmm. I'm trying to, like, we're talking about a paradox proofing. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. imagine if you, with your smartphone, got sent back to World War Two, but you notice, oh shit, you know, history is not going the way I remember it's supposed to. I need to use this technology to make sure the Allies win. Like, that, but times a million. It's, it's such an obnoxious concept, too, because it's like... All right, well, hopefully I have my charging cable with me, and I know I'm not going to get any signal, so... Uh, okay, yeah, no, I was just using that to illustrate a point. We're not actually going with the smartphone in World War II thing. 
After the break, we go forward with smartphones in World War II. No, we don't. No, but we but do go forward into the water. Yes, into water the, punk. the blood fountain. That we, water punk was already a thing. They did the Waterworld movie. It was actually was, pretty good. Yeah, man. I dug your... Anyway, let's go, let's go drink. Hey, drink water. Oh, man, I love this nice new hat that I've got. I wish I could show my friends this new hat. Hey, uh, that is a nice hat. Can I just... What what hat is that? What Describe it to me, please. Well, uh, it's a big, tall stovepipe hat, but I happen to think it looks very, like, modern, very hip, very now. I look like a sexy Abe Lincoln. Yeah, uh, I'll say. And it's got, like, a tiger print pattern on it, and it has my political beliefs up the side. That is, that is a very specific hat that, uh, you know, would potentially make someone feel uncomfortable if you were to wear that in public around them. Well, I mean, I don't want to show it off in public. I only want to show it off to my closest friends who agree with me. Ah, well, you're in luck because I've got just the app for you. An app? Fantastic. Tell me about this app. This hap, app, I said I said hap because I was so excited thinking about this hat that I just fused the, the words That's together. That's a good hat, I know, but I, know. I don't want to talk about my hat. I'm done talking about my hat. Tell me about this app I so, can use so to this, share my hat this, with this, my friends. This app is called Hoop. Hoop? That's amazing. Yeah, uh, and how it works is is this. If you download the Hoop app, and uh-huh. you get your friends to download the Hoop app. Sweet. And you uh, you take your, your two phones together, uh-huh. and you just sort of make them, make them kiss, just like just like that. Well, that, that makes sense. My phone uh, is rather promiscuous and enjoys uh, interacting physically with all my friends' phones. They... They get up to all kinds of shenanigans while I'm asleep. That's the secret life of phones. Oh, that that it is. And then you know what you get? You get an available hat sharing platform called Hoop. I don't get phone babies. You don't get phone babies. You get the knowledge that you have the best app for hat sharing amongst other kinds of sharing. And I can show all my friends my hat and they'll like like it and heart it and thumbs up it and 100 it. P- potentially. I, I'm not I'm not sure what you do with these hat pictures once you see them. But can I, speaking of which, uh, can I just, can I just see this hat for a second? Uh, sure, sure. Can Here's just, my hat. Can I see this? Um, Check it I'm, out. Uh, okay, cool. I like this. It's got, it's got a nice weight to it. Um, yeah. And yet it feels so light on the head and like, it doesn't trap sweat or anything. It allows like ventilation of the top of the head. It's very nice. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna wear it, wear it like a oh. shoe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that, that's not your head. I'm just, I'm just gonna wear it like a shoe. <laughs> oh, that's such a silly way to do that. Also, because you've turned it upside down to put your foot in it, all my political beliefs are upside down, and now they mean the opposite of what I, what I believe. So I'm gonna call you a Nazi. I would normally call you a Nazi on Twitter, but now I'm gonna call you a Nazi on Hoop. Um, let's um. I think I think I think this scene is is good. What do you think? You think, you think this is a great ad. We, for, we, you for think Hoop, we the amazing app that our listeners should you think download. we do you think we successfully conveyed that they should get that app? This this is exactly what this advertisement is conveying. Yes. All right, let's go away. I what my hat though. Bye. I'm walking away with one what? shoe and one one borrowed hat. Hey dear listeners and thank you for listening to Blank Punk. I know it's a bit of a weird one. Also if my voice sounds a little bit weird, I was just doing a lot of yelling in a warehouse. 
I'll just leave it at that. I want to make sure you knew a couple of things. My brother does awesome web comics. His latest one, Forward, is at forwardcomic.com. He also does art for Roll to Save at rolltosavecomic.com. He's also got other stuff archived as well as books. Check that shit out. Patreon.com slash tailstake. I'm still working on super secret music stuff, but I did give away that it is mashup related. And I am just going hog wild with this stuff, dear listeners. My stems folder, like the multi-track files where I've got everything broken down from various songs. I've got about like 70 gigs right now that I'm I'm just playing around with and I'm, oh, I wish I was doing it right friggin' now. <laughs> Soon, friends. Soon. You can hit us up on our social. We have a Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at H-I-G-A-I show. Also fan art or any kind of fan medium stuff that you want to send our way, we would totally get down on that. This one in particular is kind of a good episode where we go with this in the next couple of minutes. Um, you know what? It's it, Run with it. Not too different from the vegetable episode where we did a post-human Toy Story universe. This sort of aesthetic setting we set up. Please, please tell us a story. Draw us some art. We would love to share it. Also, I haven't asked for this one in a while. Do you uh, enjoy the show? honestly do love doing it every week. I want to do it for a long, long while, but it definitely helps to reach out and find more new listeners. So please do shoot us a review or share with a friend that you enjoy our show. Uh, That's it. (laughs) That's all. It's not super hard to do. And I know it's super cliche to ask, but I'm just throwing it out there. We we like doing it. We want y'all to hear it. That's that's it. It would make me super happy if every Twitter verdict that we threw out there had like 50 votes on it. But, you know, let, let's we're just going to keep working at we're going to keep doing the show. Speaking of the show, here's more of it. So we actually did something unprecedented on this yeah, show. Yeah, we have never done this before. But uh, we wanted to be at least a little bit more informed about what the fuck we were talking about. Take and a we stab actually at it. Took a, took a minute to look up Wikipedia articles. And uh, what would you say we we what are what are our conclusions from that quick ten minutes of research? Uh, that the Mayans, Incas, Aztecs, and Olmecs are actually all different civilizations. Mm-hmm. And uh, Quetzalcoatl was uh, Aztec and not Mayan. That uh, Mayans had a different name for something similar. Yeah, sort of like how the Romans and the Greeks had different names for the same gods. Yeah. Um, also, they had maize. Well, corn, yeah. Yeah. Tasty, tasty corn. Um, so, yeah. Uh, do, do, you, do you want to... Okay, let me, let me just pitch this. Do you want to potentially switch it up just a little? Because I like the tie-in with the gold theme okay. that we have with the mines specifically that we started with. Did you want to maybe try and reboot and try something we're at least a little bit more familiar with, or do we okay, not need okay. to do that? Okay, no, no. As soon as you said, I like the gold theme, that sort of, I kicked in something in my head here, okay? okay. Uh, we all know that alchemists, their number one goal is to turn lead into gold, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to say that that's because gold in alchemy, is your ultimate power source. As long as you can get gold, you can basically re-spend that to do whatever alchemical thing, okay? So when you think that's the other thing, Mesoamerican and 
just for the record, we're stepping away from Mayans. We're just going to just general Mesoamerican because yeah, we Mesoamerican. don't know enough about shit to do yeah. anything. Well, also, it's uh, more just it's just more fragmented than we had expected, really. Yeah, yeah. So if there is a single MacGuffin, if there is a single power source to this setting, it is the gold. This is gold punk. And any jackass off the street in this setting, if you flip him a lump of gold... He can then harness the power of that gold and use it to do, like, a magical thing that he knows. Okay? So gold is your power source. Everything else you're trying to distill down into gold. And then when you've got gold, that's what you use. That's what you spend. Not necessarily as currency, but it's what you pay towards your alchemical effect. El Dorado is the city. that That's our main setting because they have all this gold and that's the source of their alchemical power. I I love the variants of just even that concept. Also, I fucking love the name Goldpunk. I'm pretty sure that's going to be it. Yeah. Uh but uh he, here's here's like three different versions of the technology as attached to the uh the alchemy here okay so mm-hmm. one version the most primitive version you flip that chunk of gold to to this person who knows how to use it they say oh thank you i can take this back to my village and i can cook up uh you know i can i can come up with a way to uh make a potion to do this in a in a little bit or whatever yeah right a mid-range tech version is you flip it to him and then he can immediately like breathe underwater and it can escape under the lake or whatever. Okay. Sure. The future tech version is the second he touches that gold, he can just like absorb it into the nanobots in his hand and then turn it into like a machine gun or something. Yeah. Like, okay. So we're, we're talking this ultra future tech nanobots. They're all running on gold somehow. So everything you're trying to transmute it into gold, then you use the gold, that's your battery, and you, like, slap it into your thing, and now, you know, you're Black Panther. Hmm. I gotta say, I'm loving the fact that whatever would come out of this universe is going to be very not white. Yes. That's super good. I'm so glad that that's our default with this. Uh, I guess that was the... (laughs) full point of that statement all right next thank you for mentioning that yeah (laughs) uh well i guess we could have always gone in the other direction and had medieval europe but with mayan level technology but that would have been just shitty europe makes less sense but this is also like i'm excited for the concept of a story being told in that setting that is you know not the road to el dorado (laughs) yeah okay so you've got your mayan looking setting but we beef up the technology level so all of a sudden these stone houses and ziggurats they're 10 times taller you're seeing like flying machines going by overhead it looks like man fucking hatton okay but Mm. you've got like the big stone buildings vines like that's the aesthetic uh there's those hieroglyphic carvings all over everything and everybody you see like You've got, like, that that over-the-top, like, technological aesthetic. Like, people are wearing, like, goggles that do things. They've got gauntlets and shit. Uh, and everything's running on gold. Everything okay. is about, I need gold. I gotta get more gold. If I've got the gold, then I can do this with the gold. And people are, like, they've got, like, 
superpowers if you've got enough gold to burn. Okay, now I gotta I gotta pause for a second here. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to make sure we clarify one thing. One thing that we noticed when we were doing our quick little bit of research was that they had they were very good with stone and with uh you know uh their very a lot of a lot of artwork. They had stuff with like makeshift stucco and plaster. And, not so and much with the metallurgy. Not so much metal, except for the gold that they already had. Yeah, because so, gold you kind of don't have to f- forge. You don't have to uh, smelt. That's the word. Uh, it's it's easier to work with. Uh, whereas steel, you got to know what the fuck you're doing. So I like this stone and gold Manhattan concept that you've mentioned. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like, say, for example, like a gauntlet or some goggles. I feel like if we're har- harnessing the power of gold, I feel like it could be useful that it take on that form of apparel. Mm-hmm. But also that's like you're literally walking around with gold on you. And I guess that could potentially make you an easy target. Or no, that, no, 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 that... no, no, no. Here's the thing, my dude. You know why they don't have metallurgy. You know why they don't have that shit. Is because when you've got alchemy... You skip past metal. You don't need to develop metal because you've got alchemy that will let you treat like your leather glove as though it were steel. You don't need to Mm. fuck around with smelting. You don't need to fuck around with forging. No, you have your leather glove that you stitch together and you're like, okay, I've got this one lump of gold. I'm going to use that to reinforce this. And um, you 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 zap it, and now all of a sudden it's got the look like it's uh, it looks like a skull, but it's not really. It's got like tracery all over it, and like the the Mayan hieroglyphics like appear up the side. And, Shit, this is good. And it's like you don't need metal because what you've got, you've got power. Power is better than metal. Hmm. Now, what's fascinating to me about this is if we were going to tell a story in this sort of universe for uh, a comic book or a video game or a movie or, or even just a story mm-hmm. um, certain mediums lend themselves well to you're basically talking about like any item could be an enchanted item yes right um, and that sort of plays with the perception of the physics of that world like mm-hmm. We functionally can tell a superhero story with sort of with that sort of thing because you know we're used to sort of like oh Thor's hammer is actually weighs a ton and he's the only one who can swing it right mm-hmm. we we have a shorthand for that but if somebody walks in to a room and they're wearing this enchanted glove is that our shorthand is like if it's glowing with these uh with these Mayan hieroglyphs that yeah, that's sort I'm of gonna indicates... say that because that that's the key Mayan aesthetic, right? Is this distinctive form of hieroglyphs. So if those pictures, if those if that distinctive type of imagery, if that is indicative of power, then as long as you've got that imagery like going up the side of your shirt, then you know, oh shit, that's a powered shirt. Hmm. I yeah, it could with that in mind it could lend itself very well to all kinds of things. Now like would you would you want the rules of that to be that the hieroglyphs kind of have to indicate what the enchantment is? 
Yeah, you know what? That's what we do is we find the the distinctive hieroglyphs for each of the different gods, and we say each of these things, the the god that that hieroglyph represents. That's how you know what you're looking at, right? Like we checked the uh, the pantheon there. We've got like a harvest god, for example, corn god, maize god. Uh, if you see the hieroglyph of that particular god, then you know, okay, this thing is food related. Or this thing uh, will will give you greater strength and power because it it fuels you. And the, there's there's like the death god, and you if you see his uh, iconography on the thing, you're like, oh shit, that is not set to stun. Right. Um. And there were some some gods of different things. There was uh, yeah. sun god, moon god, jaguar, etc. Yeah. No. Um, check check the Wikipedia. There's like a whole list of demigods and goddesses and bullshit. Yeah. Right, but here's, I guess, here's my other concern, just circling back to what the conflict is, I feel like you can't do enchantments in the names of those gods and then also have those be the conflict. Like, it could it could essentially be any sort of story. Yeah. Uh, it's the setting. Well, I mean, and- that's, that's the thing, right, is steampunk, you don't have to have steampunk versus something. Like, nobody ever said, oh, steampunk, so they all love Queen Victoria, and they are fighting against X. It's like, no, like, the gear on your hat is enough. You've got cogs on your shit, you're steampunk. Like, we don't need to come up with, like, protagonists and antagonists. I think we've got the setting, conflict will happen. Like, people will will develop stories in this setting. That was our job, was to create the setting. I think we've got it. I do too, and I'm actually quite happy with that because you're right that like this, you know, a Spider-Man story has lends itself to particular uh, tropes that are now told different ways within the Spider-Man story. But this aesthetic, this setting of of uh, of a gold punk universe as we've defined it, mm-hmm. it, you could tell all kinds of stories, and that's fine. Now, here's one other issue that occurs to me is that okay. I feel where the punk moniker is effective is that most blank punk stories it's almost like there's a a rebellion aesthetic to it that Mm. these these are the uh these are the ragtag crew that have formed together and they've formed a gang or they have a resistance or they have a uh you know oh they're trying to survive my dude here's the shit right when you think mayans number one thing you think is they're going to play that sideways basketball shit and then get their hearts chopped out. Take that, scale it to 11, so you've got this whole, you know, stone and vines and hieroglyphs Manhattan. There's like, they got Hunger Games shit going 24-7. The Mm. powers that be are constantly taking the best and brightest, forcing them to compete in huge, you know, magically televised games, and then killing the best ones, because they know if we can find the strongest people, sacrifice them, then we can get the most gold from their life force. And our punks are resisting that power i i feel like almost it lends itself to a uh you know like a political shaman at the top just draped in gold that Mm -hmm. he like maybe the twist is also that like uh they find a faux gold or something that like he needs to look the part uh, but so long as the fear tactic is there, like the power can be established, he can be powerful, 
but uh, so long as the threat is there and all that this ragtag team of resistance needs is to find enough lumps of actual gold to enchant things the right way to mm-hmm. to get sneaky upon them and break the rules and yeah okay yeah and okay, can I'm I just say it. I love the idea of like guys that are skulking around in alleys and they're like passing these standardized units of gold that are just like the size of double A batteries and they're just like what I, I said I needed six and like well you're gonna have to make do with four this is all I could get yeah man that's real good uh, do you suppose that uh you know the big powers that be in charge are are like they've enchanted giant like harvesting machines to try and uh uh pan the waters nearby to to pick up any gold like raw gold no, resources no 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 no, no, no. You, this this setting has long since exhausted any natural gold they are getting gold through alchemy and the most efficient way to get the gold is to sacrifice these athletes that's why they're culling the best and brightest from society they're saying bring us your strong bring us your capable bring us your smart and your fast they're forcing them to go through games to winnow out the losers and get the best ones and then the best ones they're like we're gonna cut your heart out now because you've got so much life force in you that i can get five units of gold for your life okay i feel i feel like within this society however i don't buy the full hunger games uh aesthetic being like oh there's the uprising because of how cruel this is I feel like they would potentially see this as, like, the best, uh, uh, the most noble sacrifice that well, you see, can Well, see, that's then... the thing. That's what the sheeple think, right? That's the people uh, who right. are, like, yeah, yeah. watching The Running Man and saying, oh, boy, I hope Arnold Schwarzenegger dies. Whereas the few people who know the truth, they're like, no, this isn't about the harvest. This isn't about honoring the gods. These guys just want to get gold out of my brother. Well, that's not happening. And like, you know what? I'm not going to cut out my own heart. But if I sacrifice a little of my blood, I can get one unit of gold from myself. And I'll be weaker, but that'll give me a one piece of gold that I can use to enchant an item. And I'm going in guns blazing because I'm going to rescue my brother because he's too good and dumb of an athlete. He's going to win and he thinks this is a great sacrifice. No, I got to save my brother's life, even if it means hitting him in the ankle before the big game. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, we can we can tell stories in this universe. This is this is some good stuff. I'm loving it. Um, I'm loving it. And I I I was thinking maybe we would do the usual timeline of of like uh, or the usual format for us where we would come up with the name around this point. But you nailed gold punk. Gold punk straight out of the water cooler. Gold. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, man. I think we're good. Uh, anything this needs still? We need a verdict. That's right. Uh, I feel like the easy... We def- definitely forgot our verdict last week, by the way. So, uh, Shit. Oops. That's all right. Shit um, punk would be a terrible setting. Oh. oh, I'm so glad we didn't invent shit punk. Oh, God. Yeah, that would be bad. <laughs> Which is better? Gold punk or shit punk? No. Uh, no, but I feel like it's too easy to say, like... 
would you read a story set in a gold punk universe? Like it, everybody's gonna say yes. Like, cause... like, would you do cosplay? Would you go to a reenactment? It's like, yeah, probably. Hmm. I think, I think a better question is sort of if we could phrase it like, does this have legs? Like, like, do you think this is like, holy shit, pitch this? Uh, b- basically, it's calling it now do you think this is one of our like top 10 or even top five for the season Mm. with this idea because i feel like it's quite good but is it that good because the thing is is yeah sure i could tell one story in this universe but could i tell 10 stories with 10 different sets of characters 10 different types of conflicts and have each story be a different story that's worth reading yeah, I, I, I'm just, I feel like I should just phrase it as, do you feel that Gold Punk is probably top five of the season good? I'm fine with that verdict. Yeah? Okay, okay. So, dear listeners, thank you so much for listening to our Blank Punk uh, invention of Gold Punk. And we are still open to your suggestions. We want them. We want to say... Next week, you know, where we have a suggestion from D- Douglas. That's right, Douglas. You're it's you this week, but it's not it's because you didn't suggest it. Fuck you, Douglas. No, don't no. We want we want his idea for what to suggest. So shoot us an email, h i g a i show at gmail.com, or tweet at us at h i g a i show. And Mason. Yes. I've also got our suggestion for next week. Oh, I'm so glad you have one because I thought for a second you were about to tell me to sign us out. No, no, no. I've got one. Okay, please. I'm going to I'm gonna get that sign out right after this. Okay, so what are we doing next week, Luke? This is another one from listener Ryan. Next week, we are going to invent a new conspiracy. Or will we? Oh. Get out your tinfoil hats. Uh, I'm wearing a gold foil hat. Oh. It was very expensive and it's incredibly heavy. Yeah, that's... No. I mean, gold foil, even enough for your whole head, would not be that heavy. But... It's it's a lot heavier than tinfoil, I can tell you that. That's true. If it was the thickness of tinfoil, not only would it be very expensive, but also, yes, very heavy. I had to flatten out, like, so much jewelry. That would be, like, thousands of dollars minimum. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, how he got that foil? It's a conspiracy, man. Mm, Yes, yes. Okay. And... Until next time, gentle listeners, watch the skies. And also, thumbs up, monorail, eggplant. Good night, everybody. Good night. Mm-hmm.